Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Sensemaker. I'm James, and this is The Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. I'm the editor and co-founder of Tortoise, where we make this podcast. And I'm the host of one of our other podcasts, too, Thinking with James Harding. It's a series where we try to understand some of the biggest challenges of the 21st century. In this case, the China problem, or the power of tech companies. And as we're coming to the end of the year, we're going to try and do something different in Sensemaker. We're trying to understand those people who, in one way or another, can help us make better sense of what happened in 2021. Today, it's the bloke next door, the man at number 11 that they're watching warily at number 10 Downing Street. It's Rishi Sunak, the UK's Chancellor of the Exchequer. It is six minutes past five in the morning and uh, we are now in a position to say that this election of 2019 formally has been won by the Conservatives. They're now on 327 seats. It is 326... From the... the fall of the so-called Red Wall, i.e. traditionally Labour seats in the North, to the Tory party in the 2019 general election, changed the political calculation for the Conservatives. And not long after that election, Boris Johnson appointed Rishi Sunak as Chancellor. He was already a rising star, immaculately dressed, consistently pro-Brexit, and from a young age, an orthodox conservative in the spirit of Margaret Thatcher. He favoured lower taxes, a smaller state, and a thriving marketplace for private capital and free enterprise. But then, within weeks of moving into number 11 Downing Street, COVID-19 had struck. His low-spending conservatism was one of the first victims of the pandemic. He spent public money like no Conservative Chancellor had ever spent before. Today I am making available an initial £330 billion of guarantees, equivalent to 15% of our GDP. That means any business who needs access to... Rishi Sunak poured money into furlough schemes and business loans. And as a result, the nightmare scenario of a plummeting economy and soaring unemployment was avoided. To fund it all, the government had borrowed over £300 billion, a record in peacetime. No one can accuse me or the government of being dogmatic or not wanting to support people, given the actions we've taken over the past year and a half. In 2020, Sunak's pandemic spending splurge had helped to make him one of the best-known and, in fact, most respected politicians in government. He'd enjoyed being dishy-rishy during the early stages of the pandemic through his eat-out-to-help-out scheme. For the month of August, we will give everyone in the country an eat-out-to-help-out discount. 
Meals eaten at any participating business, Monday to Wednesday, will be 50% off and saving millions of jobs. For the first time in our history, the government is going to step in and help to pay people's wages. We're setting up a new coronavirus job retention scheme. And if that weren't enough to warm British hearts, Nova, his new Labrador retriever, took up residence at number 11 earlier this year. By the time of the budget, Rishi Sunak's polished social media operation had pictures of him cuddling his dog while working over drafts of his economic plan. He was, he is, a contender to lead the country. But it would be a mistake to think that it's just COVID that explains Rishi Sunak's change in direction. Because in 2021, the Conservative government faced choices. Choices about the future of care, about the future of climate change, about the future shape of the country. Choices that cut to the question of what it is today to be a modern Conservative. Choices between Boris Johnson's agenda and Margaret Thatcher's record. And so what did Rishi Sunak choose? When it came to the autumn budget, what happened? Well, the Conservatives in 2021 became the party of bigger government. A tax increase to pay for social care in the NHS, further spending commitments and a new regulatory agenda to meet the climate emergency, a series of unprecedented bills to fund infrastructure investment and levelling up. As a result, more spending and higher taxes. Taxes, in fact, up to the highest level since the 1950s, government spending to the highest level since the 1970s. The government has put up the minimum wage, more pay hikes are coming, and there are growing worries of inflation, prices rising at a rate we haven't seen for years. To many, Rishi Sunak's choices were not his own. He was doing his master's bidding. Rishi Sunak may not have liked all of these choices, but he had, nonetheless, served up what Boris Johnson had ordered. Today's budget increases total departmental spending over this parliament by £150 billion. That's the largest increase this century, with spending growing by 3.8% a year in real To others, Rishi Sunak's budget was a different kind of political choice. It was all part of his eventual bid for the party leadership. But then some see a more seismic political shift altogether, a move on the right to the left. Governments, not only in the UK, finding that they have to abandon their small state preferences and spend more on an ageing population, on the climate transition and on tackling inequality. Rishi Sunak there not so much the agent of big changes, but the symptom of them. It's not, though, over yet. Rishi Sunak has ended 2021 promising for a return to old-school conservatism at some point in the future. One day, lower taxes, less spending will return. If not 2022, then perhaps 2023. Or maybe, more likely, 2024. In the final few moments of delivering his budget, you could hear it. Hear him offering conservatives some traditional comfort food. But as we look towards the future, I want to say this simple thing to the House and the British people. My goal is to reduce taxes. By the end of this Parliament, I want taxes to be going down, not up. 
He sounds as though he was trying to reassure himself as much as his party, but Rishi Sunak was saying that he is a tax-cutting Tory still. Nonetheless, by that point in the budget, by this point in the year, the uneasy alliance of Boris Johnson and Rishi Sunak has already shifted economic conservatism firmly to the left. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Sensemaker. Today's story was written by Imi Harper and me, James Harding, and produced by Studio Clock. What comes to mind when you think of Amber Heard? A liar? A survivor? A narcissist? The trial of Depp v. Heard was a global phenomenon, but I want to know, was it a fair fight? I'm Alexi Mostris, the host of Sweet Bobby and Hoaxed. In my new podcast, I'm investigating whether Amber Heard was the victim of an organised trolling campaign. Just search for Who Trolled Amber wherever you get your podcasts.